The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yes, welcome to Sports Day WA as we look back at the season for East Perth and joining us is their coach, a man who's done great jobs with them actually uh, during the course of this season in his first year as coach of the Royals in Ross McQueen. Ross, uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day WA. Hey, thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me. Pretty uh, probably the last time for the year, but that's what it is. Yeah, commiserations about yesterday. There were opportunities to maybe grab it, but unfortunately didn't fall your way. How did you surmise the elimination final from an East Perth perspective? Um, yeah, a tough game. You know, we obviously thought both teams would be it would be a pretty contested game of football. The conditions didn't help in that regard. It was very windy. It would have rained, but that didn't have an impact. I didn't think. Uh, from our point of view, I thought our Contest was good. Our effort was good. Was good. Maybe we overdid it. I'm not quite sure. Um, obviously, we uh, put ourselves in a position over the course of the year to be, you know, have a real crack at this, and yeah, we just weren't good enough on the day. Well, about a month or so ago, you were sitting top of the WAFL ladder. In the end, you found yourself, because of percentage, you know, elimination final. And now, as we know, you only played the one final. Did you feel your form tailed off a bit leading into the finals campaign? Possibly. Um, you know, we, we, we played some really really good sides in that last month, and that gives us a good guide of where you're at. We played Subiaco, I think, was the first one, and they beat us pretty comfortably. But after that, Played East Mount at the Wacker and lost by 10 or 12 points. Played West Perth at Junal Up and, again, lost by about the same margin on the weekend, lost by the same margin against Claremont. So we played three teams or four teams there are in the top six of the competition. So we were right up there thereabouts to show you when uh, there's not much between it and you have to take your chances when you get them. So saying that, the season's over. What were the advantages uh, and the, the positives that come out of it? And what are the areas possibly you need to look at for 2024? Uh, well, positives, obviously, we're back and playing finals again and being relevant. That's great for us, for us as a club and you know, supporters can hopefully uh, enjoy a little bit of that, what, that, what that meant. Um, so that's a real plus. We played some good football. We, we looked to score. Look, I'm not going to shy away from We want to be an attacking football team and play a good brand of football at school. But we also defensively uh, want to be really sound. And for big chunks of the season, we were. I think that middle part of the year when we won eight in a row, I think offensively and defensively, we were probably the best team in the competition. The last month or so, we probably, well, statistics will show you that we, we considered a bit more than we wanted and maybe there was a bit of fatigue. I'm not sure. So that might be... Uh, growth area next year, just another pre-season with some of these young boys, a bit more bringing together the group that we've currently got. Um, so we're, we're optimistic moving forward, but there's no guarantees in football, Peter. So this is an opportunity to miss, maybe. What do you need to be a better team next year? What sort of player will you be looking out for during the off-season? Um, well, Warren and I will go through that um, in the next couple of weeks. We're probably, like all teams, we're like another guy who's six foot five. You can mark the ball, play a bit of rock, kick goals, play at both ends of the ground. But um, there's not too many of those that aren't playing on the AFL list, Peter. So we'll probably look for just a bit more support for our young blokes in that tall capacity. Like Jed Edwards, I think, did a great job covering for Jonesy, but there's a bit more depth there. We have a couple of young guys coming through the Colts, so we'll have to try and fast-track them. 
Um, and maybe just a little bit more uh, outside run and carry, a bit more speed, uh, just to help help with, help with our ball movement. So we won't go and try and get just any any bloke. We'll try and get a couple, one or two guys that we think can really add to our squad and maybe you know like in that key position and a little bit of outside run. Yeah, Captain Hamish Brayshaw has signed for another couple of years. Mitch Croden, of course, is there for at least another couple of years. Are you likely to have any retirements from the squad? Uh, I don't think so. Um, no one's voiced that just yet, but there'll be some guys who at the end of the year have gone, uh, and it might be just through they've been at the club for a number of years. They might be in there six, seven, eight years and and made a huge commitment for their football and they've played 40, 50 games and probably think, you know, is this just what I need for another year? But at the moment, none of the guys have indicated to me that they were uh, looking to uh, hang up the boots. Angus Scott, these guys, Nick Robinson, I think, is keen to go again. Uh, Brad Fulgrave, who came back in yesterday. So these guys um, all keen to go. Scotty Jones pushed himself really hard. And he, unfortunately, Scott, where our season finished a week or so too early, he, he would have been a good chance to play another week or two. So I think they're all keen to come back next year. Good stuff, Ross. Uh, and your thoughts from your point of view, first season as a league coach, uh, how did you find the experience? I uh, really enjoyed it. Loved it, actually. You know, it was great to be working out with our bunch of boys in our club. We feel as though we're just building on what's been gone in the last three or four years by Jeremy and the club. Uh, we just added a little bit of our own. Um, so from, from myself personally, I really enjoyed working with the, with the board and with the boys and, and my coaching groups and support groups. And, um, you know, it's, it's been enjoyable and hopefully learn a little bit about just the season, how we can tweak things, get a little bit better, and, you know, just moving forward, how we can just bring that group a little bit closer and continue to support each other through it. So I've, I've, it's been a great experience for me. And um, hopefully... Our players and supporters have enjoyed it. Yeah, we certainly enjoyed it yesterday. We say we because I was one of the uh, the people there wearing the black and blue. The East Perth faithful were certainly out in numbers. It was just a sea of black and blue at Leederville Oval yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, the result didn't go their way, but they'll be back and heartened by what they've experienced this season into 2024. Thanks, Ross, for your time. Uh, I appreciate your time during the course of the season, and we'll keep in touch even during the off-season. Thanks for your time. Appreciate that, Pete. Take care. Yeah, good fellow. Ross McLean joining us. Uh, and you can join us on the Temper Bedshed text machine 0487 736 736. If you're a Royals uh, supporter, what you think of yesterday? I know what uh, will be happening on the Temper Bedshed text machine uh, after even the comments are made at the top of the program. But give us your thoughts on uh, how you think East Perth went this year. We're here for the all-electric uh, Kia EV6 GT supercar and Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years. 